Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. Like every second you turn on the news, it's news. Promoting fear. Check this headline. Line, 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 line. What would it look like? What, what would it look like if we looked at God's letters, God's love, read it through a different filter, a different perspective, perspective, perspective? He's not writing to humanity to scare humanity. He's writing to humanity to free humanity. He has a love letter. He has not given us the spirit of fear. He has given us the spirit of a powerful sound. We're continuing The Last Days, A Love Letter to Humanity. If you've turned on the news, there's a lot of information. How do we as a people discern what's helpful, what's hurting? Some cool highlights I saw this week that NASCAR decided to take down their Confederate flags to to ban all Confederate flags. That seems to be an obvious play that should have already happened a long time ago. And then you're seeing more people saying, I'm sorry to Colin Kaepernick. Recognizing that he was bringing awareness to racial inequality. He was bringing awareness to police brutality. And there is change taking place. We got to keep the momentum. That's very important. Change is needed. Holistic overhaul. And I want us to, for a moment, recognize corporate change, collective change, but how do we be involved on an individual level to experience change? On an individual level is where we're going to see the greatest ROI, return on investment. So it's very important that we don't just see people from the outside but that we get close enough to the point to where we could look at somebody else and see ourselves. There was this moment when there was this gang that was in our high school and I play football. So I was with all the jocks. Might I say I was, your boy was nice at football. I mean, sixth grade, I had in one game, six carries, four touchdowns, only played at half, and I had 163 yards. And look, I played one half. Your boy was, I was doing work, yo. But then finally, I didn't grow. I wasn't the fastest anymore. But nevertheless, to say in high school, I played football, punt returner, tailback, kick returner, wasn't into the defense, like the offense. Let's get the shine. Let's go. And you had this moment where, the gangs and the jocks were kind of fighting. And there was this short dude and, and me. We're both two short dudes. Represent the jocks for a moment. Represent the gangs. This is before I started doing drugs. This is before all kinds of nonsense happened even more and more in my life. But nonsense has always been happening in my life. And I think you could probably look back and you've always seen nonsense in your life. Well, anyway, so we had all of the team, like the sports players behind us. And he had all of his crew. And we're face to face. And everyone's like yelling, fight, 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 fight. And you know what was crazy? 
as we got so close, we were looking at each other and like, what are we even fighting for? I could see myself. I could see pain. I could see hurt. I could see myself. It's moments like those when I look back. What will really be the game changer? Is it a law? Laws need to change. Overhaul needs to happen. Reform needs to come on. I mean, but what's going to be the key ingredient to all of it? You know it. It's a four-letter word. L-O-V-E. Without love, it will be nothing. And as we're face-to-face with each other, when there's love present, holistic change is not only possible, but can take place. We're going to go to a familiar passage out of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The letter of Corinthians is a pretty hard rebuke at Jesus' followers. And then we get to this nice, shiny, fun, warm, cozy, comfy passage about what is love. Tina Turner, what's love got to do with it? Do with it, yeah. You know what love's got to do with it? Everything. My wife, when she cooks tacos, you can taste the love. She always says they're made with love. And you finally get to the chapter 13 and there's this love definition and describing of how we can be as a people with this key ingredient that is essential. So I want to read going into 1 Corinthians 13, coming out of chapter 12. Chapter 12 talks about that we're the body. And being in the body, it's important that we have equality. Why don't we have equality? For so long, it's power trip. Now, power trip, any of us can be prone to. You've heard You know, money is the root to all evil, but it's the love of money that is the root to all kinds of evil. The love. Love is action. Love is where we're connected. And if we are people connected, connected in a body that we celebrate, we don't separate. We're not into segregation. We're into connection in celebration. So we're always thinking, even in our cities of how we zone, et cetera, everything we do, we're thinking about connection. We're thinking about celebration. We're thinking about understanding. We're thinking about, and, and here's what we want as a society. This is what we always want as people. We're, we're so linear. We're Western uh, civilized individuals. We want ones and zeros, yeses and nos, lefts and rights, ups and downs. Let's move on. Let's go. That's just, science is imperative, but the art in the nuance, in the dance of culture and people is so important. 1 Corinthians 12, 21, it says, The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you. Or again, the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that are weaker are indispensable. And those parts of the body that we consider less honorable, 
we clothe these with greater honor. And our unrespectable parts are treated with greater respect, which our respectable parts do not need. Instead, God has put the body together, together, given greater honor to the less honorable so that there would be no division in the body, but that the members would have the same concern for each other. So if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. If one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. 27. Now you are the body of Christ and individual members of it. And God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, second prophets and third teachers, next miracles, then the gift of healing, help in leading various kinds of tongues. All Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, do all do miracles, do all do the gift of healing, do all speak in tongues, do all interpret, but desire the greater gifts and I will show you an even better way. So now here we are going to go into chapter 13, this love chapter, but the backdrop is that we're the body, we're different, that's beautiful, Different is not dangerous. Different is awesome. And now we proceed. What does that look like in a family? We have different gifts. So often we want to limit each other to what's your gift. We got many different gifts. Slow down. Culture. It's caught. It's not always X, Y, Z. Give me all the variables to the equation. Let's proceed now to chapter 13, love the superior way. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read the whole chapter and we're going to go back and start to just flow through it, asking that we will have this ingredient in everything we do. Because friend, one hard truth Laws need to change. They have to. More holistic access needs to happen. Diversity and unity, us not saying one part is better than another, us not being in power trip, but laws will never solve the issues that take place in our own hearts. But love is an action that causes us to look at each other and see ourself. So that four-letter word, I also wrote down another, a bunch of four-letter words about love as we go into this chapter. Love is hard. Love is work. Love is long. Love is best. Love is good. Love is love. Love past hate. I know some are already dismissing. Okay, well, we've heard about love. You know, we get it. It's the whole, you, whatever. We, we want to see change. We want to see action. Amen. Let's go. We want to continue to be at the forefront of all of this. Are you kidding me? Let's go. One of the books we'd had at retreat was uh, in February, our team went away and 40 of us were reading different material, listening to different material, but John Perkins' book, Dream With Me, 
He talks about relocation, redistribution, reconciliation, and engagement to to people to see change in our nation in, in a way that Jesus would love and dream for. And he says, we always got to keep love in it. Otherwise, it won't fully work. So I want to dare submit to you that, of course, we need to act. Of course, we need to move. But have you felt the polarizing extreme that you need to pick a side so quick? You need to get so convinced. And you, you got, and then we come to the table and be like, I'm right. And everybody's yelling, fight, fight, fight. And then you're face to face with somebody and you don't even know if you oppose them yet. You don't even know fully what you agree. But today, if we can get common ground on love, then just maybe we're going to see what we long for. Holistic change. Collectively and individually. Let's read along together. If I speak human or angelic tongues, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I give over my body in order to boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It is not boastful. Is not arrogant. Is not rude. Is not self-seeking. Is not irritable and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when the perfect comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put aside childish things. For now... We see only a reflection as in a mirror, but then face to face, now I know in part, but then I will know fully as I am fully known. Now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Are you familiar with the GOAT conversation? I first got introduced to the GOAT conversation on Twitter. And I thought, when scripture talks about GOAT, GOAT is bad. GOAT and sheep. Not saying goats are bad, but the, the reference and the metaphor and, and throughout scripture of how it's used. So that's where I'm entering it. And I see GOAT. I'm like, who's the GOAT? What does that mean? Oh, GOAT. Acronym, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time. Oh, okay, greatest of all time. There's a lot of debate about who's the greatest of all time. Is it MJ? Is it LeBron? And we all want to get to the, you know, who's the greatest? We want to left, right, up, down, one, zeros. Give me the science. What is it? There are so many variables and nuances. And what 1 Corinthians 13 is telling us here is that the greatest 
We want to be the greatest. Who's the GOAT? It's one who has love. Love at the forefront. Not love with just a word, but the backdrop of Jewish culture, the agape, that God's love is always active. It's always action. It's always moving forward. Agape, God's love, steadfast love that he pursues me in you. The steadfast love of heaven that runs to action, love, hard work, long, best Past hate, love, face-to-face, seeing each other, seeing ourself, love. City Life started with a slogan way before, like, people always want to put everything in a box. You know, if Jesus people are going to volunteer, are you going to only say Jesus well, hey, just because you met some other people that do it that way, look, when we're serving at the schools and we're passing out lunches, we're passing out lunches. And sometimes we got to coach people because they always want to be like, okay, we got to pray. We got to say this. Look, can, can you just be a person and chill out? You know, and in and, uh, and City Life Lansing, we don't use the, the, the name church in our, it's not, it's not in our article. We're not City Life Lansing Church. We're just City Life Lansing. Why? I don't need to tell you I'm five foot six and white. Either you'll know uh, we are about, about it or not. Either, but you'll know us by the love and you'll know us by our love for one another. And, 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 and because church is a swear word to many people and the word church is implies building, but really it's people that God's building. And, and ecclesia is the original word, which means a gathering of people called out ones that are saying, hey, we're looking past Caesar. We're looking past Rome and we see Jesus is king and our king loves and he came down left all of the benefits and the comforts of heaven he moved in the neighborhood found me when i was an enemy and then while i was still a sinner this jesus died for me forgiveness game set match so we started city life lansing with a slogan even beyond what our name is of what we felt that really it should all be about love the city why love the city Because you can't, too often, you know what we do? We tolerate the city or we tolerate certain people. We tolerate, but do we really love the city? Do we love people? We can't tolerate, but love people. And when we love people, we recognize the framework that God is love. So the question is, does God love the city? Does God see the city? Yeah. God made the city. He made people. He made creativity. He made nuances of expression and art. And the beautiful representation that needs to continue to take place of art. Have you seen the murals in our town and city? 517? You know, shout out to Jose Moore and Dustin Hunt and everyone who led that campaign, the AOTA, to put representation of people that that don't get to see equity in the city as much, but to start to continue to change that narrative. That is just one example of all the kind of beautiful things that need to continue to happen in our city to provide access with people that don't just come in to help, be like, I'm here, and and then we use privilege or power then to kind of look down, and, and now we're power tripping. No, 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 no. It's we're with, we're connected. We're together. We're not separate because we have love. And that is the thing that's 
connecting us. It's the ligaments. It's the arteries. It's the heart of heaven pumping through each one of us. And too often, we just want to move on and say, okay, what's the game plan? Tell me one, two, three. Well, I can tell you collectively the game plan city life. We in the schools, we about the kids. We do sports because it brings us together. We love music because it brings people together. We want to celebrate. We want to we want to together do things. We want to together bring all of our ingredients. But individually is where the sauce really takes place. Loving the city one life at a time. Who's the one? You, me. We're the mission. We get to be the extension. So what's the action? I think we always want to get together and, and do it, you know, as a team. The action begins with me and it begins with you. And as collectively, we get to be this body that is celebrating and has a Sunday experience. You know, shout out to what we're doing today. Has groups, has the team, the Love the City truck, man. The Love the City truck was out there this past week. Okay, shh, was on the DL kind of a little bit because going to different neighborhoods with the housing coalition, just handing out ice cream to kids. No strings attached, no agenda. Not like, okay, we're the church, we're here. Look, we love people. Can, can we not hand out ice, you know, and just doing it with social distancing, doing it with masks. But love is how we get connected as we get close. Then we realize, man, we got more in common than against. I wrote a song 15 years ago. And it was off this passage. And this passage 15 years ago, just thinking, oh, seeing hate in the world, asking questions, seeing hate in my family, seeing pain up close, face to face, seeing all of these things, the issues, you know. So uh, bear with the quality a little bit. Most of this song was freestyled because it was just wanted to really come out of a place that was in my heart. So check this song out. Love is patient, love is Love keeps the record of wrongs I was first born so I made strong I'm in this world but I remain calm So what's really going on? I was raised by my moms Single and all, it didn't matter Dad was too close so I couldn't fall I'm about to climb up that ladder I see the mountains, I see the babies cry I wonder why, ask so many questions to myself But one thing I know is love will never die Cause it keeps patient through the ancient And true love is never tainted And tell me how there was still races And back in the day there was slave ships It seems so close to heaven But sometimes I wonder if we even made it And then I look around in my surroundings And sometimes I'm like I hate this But I know I can't hate man For what the evil brings, the battle of the unseen No matter what has happened to me I still hallelujah praise the king I thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding So when I'm feeling down I look all around And sometimes it just can't be I put on the word of God and let it breathe and meditate and read I dedicate my life to you, God Forever praise that we will sing Let's read again together If I speak human or angelic tongues but do not have love I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal If I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge if I watch every movie, learn every law, have all of the information, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give away all my possessions 
And if I give over my body in order to boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. What this is reminding us, it's not just what we do, but how we do it. It's not just what we see, but how we see. Number four, I read this one at weddings. I've officiated like 20 weddings. And it's always beautiful because you read it and they're looking at each other's eyes. And Crystal and I will be celebrating our 15th anniversary coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. But give the real credit to Crystal. She's amazing. She's the backbone. And we did it too. We looked at each other's eyes. And you're just looking. You're so googly eyed. And, you know, it's like, oh, and I read this passage because it gets read at, you know, weddings. And, and it says, love is patient. Love is kind. And we're staring at each other. But it's the same couples that call me a month later. And they're like, man, they're bothering the living daylights out of me. The last thing they want to be is kind. So when we frame this, these aren't words to just hear. How is this even possible to live? Friend, I believe the love of heaven is in this moment when we read that Jesus' love right now, right here, is how this is possible. So Jesus is patient. Love is patient. Love is kind. Did you know it's God's kindness that leads people to change? Love does not envy. It's not boastful. It's not arrogant. I'm right. It's not rude. It's not self-seeking. So in other words, love considers others more important than themselves. Why? How is that possible? Well, if the love of God defines me vertically, now horizontally I can move and count others higher than myself. Then we're seeing clearly, we're able to do the real change. And it's not irritable, does not keep a record of wrongs. Have you ever kept a record of wrongs? I have. I have. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Can we pause here? Can we let Jesus, can we ask him? This is the kind of love we want today. We want this kind of love. Can you feel him being patient? Can you feel him hitting the reset button on the record of wrongs? Can you feel him 
changing arrogance and putting in the posture of a servant. Can you feel him? Verse 8, love never ends, but as for prophecies, they'll come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. Jesus, come on, churchgoers, prophesying all day long, speaking in tongues all day long. There's a time and a place for it. The next chapter says, hey, prophecy is important. How to speak in tongues, all that. But here's the thing. What? <laughs> Without love, it's lame. It's another four-letter word for us. Because they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put aside childish things. Verse 12. This is so, so amazing. For now we see only as a reflection, as a mirror, but then face to face, I, now I know in part, but then I will know fully as I am fully known. I want to read a commentary on that little passage. It says, reflection as a mirror. The literal meaning of the Greek word translated reflection is in a riddle. And from this word, we get the English word enigma. This profound expression of humility emphasizes the knowledge of Christ and the gospel is not yet complete. This mystery is still beyond one's mere, best mirrors. The metaphor probably struck the Corinthians in particular because bronze mirrors were manufactured in the city of Corinth. The idea here is it's okay to not fully understand the mystery of Jesus, but one day... As we're constantly thinking of the reflection, the riddle, one day we will be fully known and fully know. The action of love models that. We want to know and we want to help others to be fully known, to be themselves. It shouldn't take this long for change. So we're not going to stop until he makes all things new right now. Why? Because this is for such a time as this is the moment. This is the history. This is us. On that retreat, we also, in February, we talked about Jackie Robinson for the love of the game, was willing to push through all of the nonsense. What a hero. Let's be a Jackie Robinson today. And I know we always want to move on and we want to reform for everything. And of course, holistically, we look at our city educationally, medically, vocationally, jobs, access, police reform, you, you name it. I mean, we got to be thinking about all these things. But without love, it's nothing. We had one of Lansing's drawers one time at one of the or caricaturists Art, artists, whatever, I'm not saying it politically correct. Dude's awesome. Dennis Preston was at service. He was just drawing what he felt was taking place. 
the mystery, the riddle in the room. And he drew a heart in the middle of Lansing. And I love that it shows, even downtown, it shows the neighborhoods, it represents so many different people and different faces. And this, friend, this is the picture of what we need. Laws that change and reform that change that happens with this big heart in the center. Wow. We'll get to taste and see more and more of heaven here now. Conversation is for sure policy. Conversation is for sure. Get involved. But individually, we always got to ask ourselves, is love at the forefront? Is it love or the law? Is it love or the law at the forefront? Let love reign. Look past the jersey, look past the outfit, look past the appearance and get really close and look at someone's eyes. And what you'll see is yourself. So it's love the city because it's love the one. God doesn't tolerate the city. God loves the one. That first Corinthians love is only made possible by the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus is simple. He died on the cross. The death that I deserved. He lived the life that I couldn't. That every single one of us are in the same boat. We're guilty. I know we want to play judge quick, but we're guilty. And when we sin, we want to play lawyer, don't we? But I didn't, didn't, no, I didn't. Come on, if you really knew my motives, you got, I got a good heart. So they got a good heart. Guilty. Game, set, match. Me and you guilty. We're not good enough. But God's grace, the gift he gives, and he did it out of love. That if we just receive Jesus, we're made brand new. And from that place, that's where we want to experience that for all people. It's holistically. We've separated it for too long. We think it's Sunday. It's not Sunday. It's 24-7, 365. We think it's one protest. It's not protest. We've we got to be about change all the time. All the time. So let's go. But we'll get weary if we don't have love. We're loved to love. Friend, we are loved to love. And that's where we leave this space today. For anybody watching this, I pray that if, 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 if you're just not following Jesus yet, that you would feel that call of freedom, that call of love, calling you home to say, come, come. Give them, give them all the stuff. Give them all the junk. Say, I believe in you. I want you to be my leader. I want you to be my teacher. I want you to be my guide. for many of us where the love is getting cold it's getting hard we want to draw, draw lines in the sand we got our checklist of what's enough or what's not enough and I pray today that the impartation of God's love right here right now open up come on the impartation of love is here for us and that love is how we proceed to engage In Jesus Christ's name, amen.
We'll see you next week. All races, all faces, and all ages, you belong. Fully known. Here. We won't stop until he makes all things new. Have the best Sunday, the best week of your life. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.